Happy New Year. It's the first Sunday of 2024. So Christmas was just a little over a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, and one of the things that we all enjoy, of course, is giving gifts. And I remember my grandson, he's three years old now, and we gave him a small gift. And of course, his parents gave him a few gifts as well. And then you go on dad's side of the family and the aunts and uncles give him gifts. And then we go on mom's side of the family and the aunts and uncles give him more gifts. And pretty soon you have this ridiculous amount, I don't know if you've experienced with young children, of gifts that they'll probably never, well, they'll use some of them, but they only last about six months and then we know they end up not being played with anymore or eventually we get rid of them or donate them. So there's this thrill of giving gifts. And I particularly love and appreciate the nativity scene where we see Jesus as a baby lying in a manger and his mother Mary and Joseph staring over him with awe and love and the stable animals that remind us of his very humble beginning born into poverty. And then today we talk about the epiphany, where the wise men come bringing gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And that is not normal gifts. That's not usually what you give to a newborn child. So what was the meaning of these gifts? And how can we also give a gift to Christ to honor him? So let's start with gold. So the gifts of gold back in biblical times was a sign of wealth. And that wealth was equated with the kings and royalty. So when they were offering the Christ child gold, they were recognizing him as the future king. And we know that's exactly who he was in the sense that on his cross... It says, King of the Jews. And while he was here on earth, he proclaimed his kingdom to come. We also know that gold is a pure and precious metal. So it's also equated with being godliness, godlike. And we'll see that in our churches today, especially our older churches, lots of gold. It's beauty, honoring God. So the second gift that they gave was frankincense. So frankincense is an aromatic resin. And they would use this in perfumes and also in incense. And again, back in Jesus' time, incense was used during offerings, during prayers in the temple by the Jewish priests. And even this morning, we still see priests using incense, offering our prayers up to God. So the gift of frankincense from the Magi was to recognize Christ as a priest from God. And then we have the myrrh. The myrrh is also aromatic resin, and when dried up, it's like a spice. 
and they would mix that with anointing oils. And those oils were used to anoint prophets as well as used in anointing of the dead. So this gift that they were giving Christ of myrrh was recognizing him as a prophet. So to summarize, the gifts from them were recognizing Jesus as king, priest, and prophet. So getting back to my question for you, what gifts can we give to honor Jesus like they did? If you were to meet him face to face tomorrow, how would you be able to show him your love for him through a gift? Like the wise men. If we look at gold, for example, again, that represents the wealth that we have. And that wealth has been given us by God. We can offer that back to him. The church teaches us to tithe so we can give to the church who has the responsibility of taking care of the needs of the community, their physical needs and their spiritual needs. We can also offer our gifts of wealth to other charities or maybe to that person you meet on the street. Isn't that where we truly do meet Christ every day? He's in each one of us. So when we interact with our brothers and sisters, we are interacting with Christ. And when we give gifts, when we give our wealth, we have the grace of detachment. We have so much material things in this world. And it's hard not to get attached to them. But the more we give them away to those in needs, the less attachment we feel. It's very freeing. So frankincense. What could we give to Christ today equated with frankincense? And that's simply we can give them our prayers. Thank him for the many blessings in your life. Ask for forgiveness, those sins that we sometimes commit. Those times that we turn in and focus on ourselves instead of others. Let us pray for others, especially those in need. There's a lot of suffering in the world, and they need our prayers. So if you meet this man or woman on the street, and you honor them by giving them a gift of food or money, also pray for them. Ask them their name. Include them in your prayers. And then the third is myrrh. We can equate myrrh with faith. If you recall, myrrh was used in anointing oils for the prophets. And the people in biblical times, they truly believed and had strong faith in the old apostles. They followed Abraham. They followed Moses in faith. The wise men followed the star in faith. The apostles followed Jesus, not knowing what it was going to lead to them, but in complete faith. And then when 
He died on that cross and rose from the dead. He sent the Holy Spirit to us, to the apostles, so that we may continue to share that faith with others. So if we met Jesus face to face, let's say the example again in that homeless man or woman, we can give them some material needs, we can pray for them, and we can share our faith with them. I do prison ministry now as part of working for the Archdiocese. And just this last time I went to do communion service and talking to the guys there, I can't give them material things. It's not allowed in prison. But I definitely pray for each of them. And the reason I say this too, one of the gentlemen came up after me and said, am I cursed? I feel like I'm cursed and he shared with me he was going to be there for the next 16 to 20 years. What gift could I possibly give to him? And I just told him that you're not cursed, that we are free to make decisions. And when we choose right or wrong, it's a consequence of that. But while your time is in here, you're a beloved child of God. And the tears started, well, I'm going to tear up. The tears started forming in his eyes. He said, well, maybe this will be good for me. I said, maybe. But you're not forgotten, and I share my faith with you. So we read in Matthew 25, 40. <clears throat> Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Christ, like the star, is the light. And we will run into many King Herods on our journey when we try to follow this light. People trying to turn us away, sin leading us off the path, material things that deceive us into thinking that this will make us happy. But let us be like the wise men, bringing our gifts of honor to him all our days. <clears throat> 